Happy Friday and welcome into another edition of your favorite podcast, Burgers and the Brats. When when is it winter? When is it fall? I mean, here in Oklahoma, it it just doesn't seem to ever get colder and fall lasts for about two seconds. I'm ready for some winter. I'm ready for some cold and some snow and some uh, happy holidays coming up, but still going to be a little warm down south. So uh, here in the meantime, to keep y'all cold and chilly, i got another episode of Burgers and Brats. Uh, going to be breaking uh, down the latest in the NFL, college football, some NBA news. I mean, we're coming into the home stretch of everything uh, for football. So it's going to be fun couple months coming up. Uh, before we get started, make sure to follow the podcast on any platform, any streaming service at Burgers and Brats, and stay up to date with latest news on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Burgers and Brats. And hopefully you're watching live every Thursday as I go live on millions.co. And you can also rewatch on YouTube at Burgers and Brats. And on Millions, you can go, uh, there's a link where if you watch, you can go create a custom jersey uh, for basketball, football, MLB, and then also get some bracelets and a cool Beat Texas Horns Down shirt that are uh, at a very reasonable price and proceeds uh, can go to me and very cheap. So go check it out uh, at millions.co. All right, let's get started in the NFL. I mean, what a good week. Uh, this is That was one of the better weeks in the NFL that we knew we were going to get this season. Uh, yeah, it took till week nine to really get a really good slate of NFL games, and uh, this next week is not good. Uh, but week nine did not disappoint. We had some fun ones. It started off in London with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs beating the uh, Miami Dolphins. Kansas City up 21 to nothing in this game, uh, and thanks to a scoop and lateral and a pitchback score on defense for the Chiefs, uh, Miami had a chance but just couldn't get it done. I really thought Miami would play really good in this game. I thought Kansas City would kind of go on a downtrend after that uh, terrible loss to Denver. Didn't know how they'd respond. Patrick Mahomes, with, and they had five turnovers last week. So, uh, no, Chiefs come back, and they show why they're the defending champions. Uh, C.J. Stroud and Baker Mayfield put on a clinic uh, this week. I mean, both quarterbacks balled out. I mean, it was 39-37 to 37 for a final score. So that that was in that was the that was the best game of the week. Honestly, uh, came down to the final second. C.J. Stroud set the rookie passing yards record with 470 passing yards in the game. Uh, that dude can ball. Baker Mayfield looked like he's got a good fit in Tampa. Just defense uh, needs some help. But uh, C.J. Stroud in Houston, uh, four and four, they look pretty good. Uh, Eagles survive versus Dallas. I mean, how much more close could you get to blowing a game than you did with the uh, Cowboys almost come back and beating the Eagles. I mean, so many penalties on that final drive for the Eagles, but uh, they survive. And Jalen Hurts and the Eagles look like uh, they still got a pretty good path uh, to the Super Bowl. Eight and one on the year. Dallas five and three. A couple close close losses. Uh, Cincinnati beat the Bills, which I called. I predicted that. What a good Sunday night football game. That's probably the best Sunday night football game we've seen all year. But Cincinnati is back. Uh, Twenty four to eighteen. Uh, Cincinnati 5-3, Bills 5-4 on the year. Both these teams are obviously going to compete for the AFC Championship and a title or a chance for the Super Bowl. So, uh, Watson returns for the Browns. They get a win. Josh Dobbs gets a W in Minnesota. Just right there this last week and put into the game, but it uh, didn't matter. He got a victory. And then Carolina 1-7 on the year. Yikes. 
should have taken CJ Stroud, it looks like, but never know. All right, week 10 in the NFL, not a great slate. There's a few good games, but not like last week and week four, uh, but we'll get through it. Uh, San Francisco at Jacksonville. Uh, both teams, uh, or San Francisco really needed this bye week that they're coming off of. I mean, they lost three in a row uh, to some okay teams. It, this te- this game's a pretty even matchup, honestly. I know Jacksonville doesn't have as many wins. Uh, San Francisco, top five on offense, top ten on defense. I mean, they got ball players on both sides of the ball. Obviously, we've been knowing that. Uh, San Francisco has lost three straight, while Jacksonville has won five straight. So these teams are definitely trending in different directions, but those bye weeks uh, should help San Fran, hopefully. Both 2-2 two and two on the road and at home, so really neither team has an advantage uh, in this game with a crowd. Uh, San Francisco one and two in the non-con. Both though are five and score when they score when they score first. So I really didn't think this Jacksonville team knew how to score first and uh, get out to a hot start, but they are, and that's a big reason too why they have uh, they're having a pretty good year this year. And to stay on top of that, six and zero when leading at halftime for the Jaguars. Leading at halftime, it's easier to win games because you don't have to score as many in the second half. Obviously. Uh, San Francisco, just just give Christian McCaffrey the ball. I mean, that dude scored in, what, nine straight games, maybe more. So just let him – give him the rock, let him run, let him throw. It don't matter. He can do it all. Jacksonville, though, is third in the league against the rush, only giving up 79 yards per game. So if you can break it out early maybe or just open up the passing lanes early and then let Christian McCaffrey run, uh, either way, CMC does his thing. Uh, it could be a long day for Jacksonville. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, only nine touchdowns and four interceptions, so he's got to get a little better at that. Uh, need, he needs at least two-plus touchdowns in this game against this defense uh, to get a win, honestly. Uh, big day, zero interceptions, and a couple touchdown passes. Brock Purdy, go do your system thing and uh, just get the ball out and uh, don't throw it into coverage like you've been doing the last few weeks, which is uncharacteristic of you. But uh, I think San Francisco gets back on track. I just like their athletes a lot more. Uh, 28 to 27. So come to spread, uh, Jacksonville. Uh, Cleveland at Baltimore, pretty good game. Uh, Baltimore, a six point favorite in this game. Cincinnati did beat Baltimore earlier. Cleveland did beat Baltimore earlier in the year. Uh, they won on October 1st, three to 28. So they shut down Lamar Jackson and that defense or and, and that offense. Uh, Watson back after, back last week at 219 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, like I mentioned. Cleveland, though, only one and two on the road. Baltimore is a tough place to play, uh, especially with uh, these how good this team is and other uh, fans. So Baltimore averages 34 points or 30 points their last four games. So they've been scoring. This isn't like that team that Cleveland saw uh, at the first of the month in October. Uh, it's number one versus number two defense as well. So it could be a pretty stout game, uh, not as many points. Uh, I mean, both have prolific offenses, especially in Baltimore. But when the defense is that good, it's hard to get anything going. And they're also number one and number three against the rushing attack. And as you guessed, these teams are pretty good in the run game. Uh, Baltimore has scored first in eight games and seven and one uh, with a lead at the half. So, I mean, they've been able to get out there, get on board first, and also maintain, which is the most important part. Cleveland four and zero when they score first, and they're four and zero when leading a half. Uh, both not great at throwing uh, this year. Uh, like I said, they've been getting it done on the ground game. Expect a quick game with a bunch of runs and some good defense, and not as many touchdowns. I think Baltimore is a better team now than they were a couple. I mean, literally a month ago. 
and uh, they're an underdog pick for me to go to the AFC Championship. So give me Baltimore, 21-17. to 17. I definitely think Cleveland uh, keeps it close, though. All right, Detroit at the Chargers. Detroit, three-point favorites in this one coming off a bye week. Uh, they're 6-2. Jared Goff is playing uh, really good, but also Justin Herbert. They're pretty much having a pretty identical statistic year so this late into the season. So I really thought Herbert would kind of maintain his own form and uh, take a step above, but he hasn't done that this year. Uh, Jared Goff doing what he needs to do. Uh, Detroit, use Jamar Gibbs, man. Come on, use Gibbs. He's that good. Uh it's good to see him finally getting some touches. Uh, Lions second overall on offense and fifth overall on defense. So this is why this seems so good. No one expected this uh, really coming into the year. Um, Los Angeles, I mean, middle of the pack on offense and 30th overall on defense. So this really isn't a, this isn't really an even matchup, honestly, for these teams. Uh, Detroit. Um, both have had uh, a lead at the half in more than half their games, and Detroit's 5-0 and in scoring first. So, uh, like I said, Detroit offense is really good. Their defense, really good. Chargers just really haven't done much uh, offensively and defensively to help Justin Herbert or uh, really put this whole team in situations to win. So I really like Detroit in this one, 27-24. Uh, to 24. It's not like you're playing a road game at the Chargers either. But again, Detroit, I really like how they're playing football. All right, last game, Houston at Cincinnati. Good quarterback battle here. CJ Stroud, man, like I said, real deal. 470 passing yards uh, last week against Tampa Bay, rookie record. He's got this team winning some football games and uh, really was a good pick. Beating that Ohio State narrative that a quarterback, uh, that an Ohio State quarterback can make it in the league. <clears throat> Cincinnati, like I said, they're back. I picked them to beat the Bills. I, this team is really good now. They're getting it. They're getting it. They're finally getting it going. I mean, last year they started terrible, uh, and then they picked it up towards the end. Uh, it's kind of I don't know what what's wrong with this Cincinnati team. Why they keep doing that? Um, I think this will be a super high scoring game. Burrow now he still only has twelve touchdowns and four interceptions. So, uh, I mean, three weeks ago it wasn't even close to that. It was even worse. Um, Stroud, 14 touchdowns and one interception on the year. That's what you love to see from a rookie quarterback. That's really something you don't see from a rookie, especially when uh, this Houston team, I mean, you go as the number one, two, number two overall pick, that team's not going to be good on either side of the ball. So uh, getting stops and then not throwing it away to, to not have as great as receivers, obviously. So I really like what I'm seeing. Uh, both teams bottom in rushing yards and, yeah, neither team has been able to get it done, but why would you when you got two really good quarterbacks in the backfield? Uh, Texans are 1-3 on the road, and both have been in four one-score games. So these teams have kept it close, and but they finally got through the adversity and found ways to win. And that's what good teams do. Uh, Cincinnati, they're rolling. They're rolling right now, and I just like their experience a little more and think they get the win over CJ Shroud and the Texans. I just like... Cincinnati back, I mean, they could be uh, one of the top uh, playoff teams if they get a win this week. Uh, kind of going through the standings. Uh, in the AFC, you got the Chiefs, Ravens, Jaguars, and Dolphins. Rounding out the top four in the, in the wild card, you got Steelers, Browns, and the last spot, the Bengals in that final wild card spot. But it's really close uh, all the way down to the 15th seed in the AFC. And then FC number one, you got the Eagles, followed by the Lions, 49ers, and Saints coming in the top four division leaders. And then the wild card, Seahawks, Cowboys, Vikings. 
for the wild card. And then it's not as close in the NFC for uh, playoff standings, but uh, still a lot of football left to go. So anything can happen. Teams can get hot. Teams can get cold. All right. Uh, let's go into On This Day in History, sponsored by Hefner Eye Care, located in Oklahoma City. Or you can check them out on the web at hefnereyecare.com. And you can try on their virtual eyewear, eye store, uh, from the comfort of your own home. Hefnereyecare.com. Try on any sunglasses, glasses that you want. See what they look like on you from the comfort of your couch. All right, On This Day, 1969. Sesame Street premieres on PBS. What a great show. Uh, 1983, uh, Thriller by Michael Jackson is uh, released. And then 1918, the World War I Armistice, the 11th hour, the 11th day of the 11th month. So, uh, happy birthday, George S. Patton, Leonardo DiCaprio, Tanya Harding, and my mom celebrating a birthday this weekend on 11-11. What a good birthday uh, to have. So that's On This Day in History, sponsored by Hefner Eye Care. All right, college football recap last week. A good weekend in college football. We had a lot of good games last week, a lot of ranked matchups. And for the most part, most of them lived up to the hype, at least for a while. Um, Bama, I mean, they came out. Second half dominated. Picked LSU to win that game. Thought, got got to stick with my SEC champion team and my Heisman winner, Jaden Daniels, to win. He gets knocked out, kind of destroys chances of them coming back. But Bama just dominated LSU in the second half. That's what they do. Uh, Washington scored 52 on USC, man. Woo! And, wow, that's a lot of points on the defense. Uh, Alex Trench got fired shortly after that. It took him three years too late to fire Alex Trench. So, uh, Ohio State escapes Rutgers. Oh, man. Escapes them. Uh, the the Rutgers almost got it to Ohio State. I, don't, I do not understand why Ohio State is still number one in the college football playoff rankings. It should be Georgia. Probably put Michigan. I know Michigan has not played a single soul. But uh, just how dominant it's been every game. And then probably go Florida State, Ohio State. I uh, don't see why the committee loves Ohio State so much, especially after that terrible, terrible win over Rutgers. Georgia gets past Mizzou uh, in the end in the fourth. Uh, kind of close for a while, but Georgia ends up beating the Tigers. Uh, Ole Miss uh, could make some noise. Team that could win it and make some – I mean, they, they are definitely not out of the SEC West. And they can definitely make a, a run, and they got a big game coming up this weekend, so it could decide a lot of things. Show us how good they really are. Um, all right, let's start with some games. Michigan at Penn State. Penn State, a, or Michigan, a four and a half point favorite in this one. So this is this tells a little bit about Michigan. Uh, I, I do think Penn State is an overrated team. I don't think they have a chance in this game, but it could be close. And maybe Michigan hasn't played anyone all year. Maybe this team's uh, somewhat with somewhat with the pulse and could beat them. But man, James Franklin's record I mentioned a few podcasts ago against top teams, and oh, it is not pretty. It is not pretty at all. Um, both quarterbacks pretty similar similar in stats on the season. I mean, uh, Allers uh, he's a little bit better with twenty touchdowns and only one interception, really. So pretty pretty good feat for the Penn State quarterback. It's gonna be a D. It's gonna be a defense versus defense type of game, though. 
Penn State's second in the nation with 234 yards per game, giving up while Michigan's first with just under 231 yards per game. So both these teams very even on defense. Both teams very good on defense. When you're only giving up that many uh, total yards, you're going to win some football games, especially if your offense isn't that good. Uh, both teams, though, I mean, our offenses are good. Both are putting up 40 points a game, putting up 500 yards a game. So these teams are pretty good offensively and defensively all around, well-rounded teams. Uh, both, though, uh, not – or Michigan's – it's only their fourth away game. Only Michigan's fourth away game. So it's hard to play in Happy Valley. Luckily, you have an 11 a.m. kick, so it's not as frightening or challenging uh, up there. Michigan, it's also their first game versus the top 25. So this team's not, like I said, not played a soul. This is their first actual kind of test. Uh, Aller, uh, like I said, he's, he's got he's to gotta ball out. He can't have any interceptions. He's got to have at least two plus, maybe three plus touchdowns in this game if they want to win. Penn State, uh, you got to score fast, even if it's with field goals. Any points matter against this Michigan defense who really hasn't given up any points uh, on the season. They've only given up, they've only given up, they've gave up less than seven points per game, this Michigan team has on the season. Penn State giving up 12 points a game. So teams aren't scoring double digits on Michigan. You got to get your points where you can get them. Don't be too cute and everything. Uh, just Franklin, just not good in big games. I do not trust James Franklin as a coach in these big games, and I'm taking Michigan 29 to 23. All right, uh, Tennessee at Missouri. Tennessee a one point favorite in this game, uh, with even with how good Missouri played against Georgia. These are two pretty underrated SEC teams. We haven't heard much of them throughout the year, but both uh, can score and both have pretty good, uh, well-rounded teams. Uh, Brady Cook uh, from Missouri. 2,400 yards, 16 touchdowns. Joe Milton, 2,000 yards on the season. So both these quarterbacks uh, can sling it. Not turn the ball over too much, but uh, Tennessee, 227 rushing yards per game. 227. You'd better believe that's top in the country. Uh, so Missouri, if you want any chance of winning, load the box. Load the box, and you have a pretty good chance. Uh, even match up pretty much statistically. Tennessee one and two on the road. This is only their fourth road game, and they're one and two on the road. And then Missouri's, I mean, not a terrible place to play, but uh, these fans are gonna be fired up because they know they got a pretty decent team on them, and uh, this can decide the SEC East also. Uh, Missouri two and two versus top twenty-five, so they've been tested before. Missouri, um, yeah, load the box. Uh, just load the box. Milton can still throw it, but load the box on this team. Both average 33 points a game. They're scoring. Missouri, 34 points in their four of their last five games. Their, their other one just wasn't against Georgia. So, putting up 30-plus, nearly 35. Uh, see how aggressive and how excited and motivated this Missouri team is to play after, I mean, a, a tough loss to Georgia, but they still got things in front of them. A good bowl game could be in front. Uh, see how motivated they are. But I'm taking – Missouri, yeah, I'm taking Missouri, 34 to 31 over Tennessee. So I guess that's an upset pick. Uh, Missouri over Tennessee. All right, Utah at or USC at Oregon. USC at Oregon. Uh, USC finally firing Alex Grinch. Uh, Oregon a 14 and a half point favorite in this one, and man, they could score 80 in this game again. They could score 80. Uh, Oregon really as good as anyone in my opinion. I they, they are definitely a top top team in the country. I mean, there's no doubt about this, how good their offense is. 
Uh, Bo Nix, 25 touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, Oregon's first in total offense was 539 yards. So Bo Nix staying for his 20th year, uh, really doing good for this Ducks offense. Uh, Caleb Williams, I'm obviously just as good. The reigning Heisman winner, 2,900 yards, 28 touchdowns, and that's just through the air, and four interceptions. USC, 123rd in total defense, giving up 396 yards a game. It's signing it better overnight over the next week without Alex Grinch. It doesn't happen like that. But maybe there's a little bit of improvement. A pretty much dead last in college football. So it's going to be a defense versus offense versus offense game. Uh, USC, if you can get any stops, you could probably win. But, oh, maybe not. You're not stopping Oregon. You're not stopping them. Uh, Oregon, you could probably stop USC maybe once or twice. Uh, I feel pretty comfortable uh, towards the end of the game. Um, if if Oregon can hold USC to 28 points in this game, I feel really confident in this Oregon team as being a top-four team in the country and maybe over see what happens in Michigan or Ohio State, in my opinion. Uh, Oregon only gives up 11 points per game. So it's going to be tested this week. But, if they, I mean, if you can hold this USC team under 30, I, I really like it. I, I like it. Uh, USC 0-3 versus the top 25 this year. Oh, that's not nah, that's not good. Uh, should be points galore, but I trust Oregon more to get stops. Uh, no Alex Grinch, but obviously it's not going to get better overnight. I like Bo Nix uh, in the Oregon Ducks. Bo Nix should find himself in New York City, which I think he should be in right now. Oregon uh, 45-31 to over the Trojans. All right, Utah at Washington. Defense versus offense in this game. Washington, a nine-and-a-half-point favorite in this one. Uh, Utah, I mean, still getting wins. They've still beat some good teams. They've got one loss, two losses, so uh, did not look good against Oregon, but still only two losses. Uh, Penix, uh, Michael Penix, Heisman, uh, Heisman, 3,200 yards, 26 touchdowns through the air. Uh, Utah. And that Barnes uh, quarterback at offense, only 159 passing yards per game. So it's better than what, what it has been, but not by much. Uh, this offense still is, it's hard. It's scarce getting points there. Uh, 25 points per game for Utah. It's terrible. It's not good. Uh, bottom bottom in the country in that. Washington defense, though, is atrocious, giving up 415 yards per game. Yikes. Yeah. It, Utah. You got right against USC, giving up that many yards. You can maybe get right against Washington, putting up this many points. So it could be, could be some high scoring if Utah can find it like they did a couple weeks ago. Washington, 519 yards per game. Yeah, second in the league. Uh, Utah defense only giving up 282 yards per game. So Utah, you don't have an offense, but you have a defense. It balances out. Uh, Washington, you have an offense, don't have a defense, balances out. Uh, Utah 2-1 on the road, and this is their fifth game against the top 25. They've done pretty good against the top 25. Uh, Rome, the uh, wide receiver from Washington, is balling out this year pretty good. Uh, just double-team him if you're Utah because he can get the ball. He can score some touchdowns. Barnes, turnover free. Be gritty like you have been the past couple weeks. Uh, Utah, I think uh, Univ- Washington kind of blows Utah out of the water uh, with their offense and everything. Uh but you need some turnovers. Uh, and this Utah defense really can't score. But uh, who knows? Your defense isn't great. Just get a few stops. I like Washington, 34-24 to 24 in this game. All right. 
Final game for college football, Ole Miss at Georgia. This will be a really good game. This could be game of the year candidate. Uh, college game day is going there. Georgia, though, 11-point favorite in this one. I really don't understand that. I think Ole Miss is a pretty good team with Lane Kiffin, Jackson Dart at the helm. Uh, I, I think Ole Miss should get a little more respect than this. Uh, Dart and Beck, I mean, really both. 16 touchdowns, four interceptions on the year. Uh, still without Brock Bowers for Georgia. I mean, both. It really hasn't been a problem for Georgia. Both teams scoring 39 points per game. Ooh, that's a lot of points offensively. Uh, both struggle on the ground, though. Live through the air when you have these kind of quarterbacks. Obviously, that's going to be a thing. Um, so, I think one team maybe try and find a run game. I think Georgia will rely more on their run game just to wear out that Ole Miss defense and keep uh, – I mean, keep, keep, keep Jackson Dart off the field, but – also, if you're running it and keep them off, they're not going to score points, and you just grind them out, and it's easier for your offense uh, to get some points. Uh, Georgia only giving up 280 yards per game, so I think believe that's top five in the country. Uh, Mississippi 61st in total defense, so, I mean, they're going to get worn out pretty quick. and uh, Get some stops, get some turnovers, and you really have a chance as long as you capitalize, take the field goals, don't, don't get too risky with it against this Georgia team. Ole Miss two and one on the road. Georgia six and zero at home. Um, I, I think it's going to be a really good game. I think eleven is too much for this game. Both teams pretty even. Uh, Ole Miss, I mean, not good on defense, but it, anything can happen in college football. You can get some stops, get some turnovers for for or force some fourth downs, and uh, you can find yourself right in this game. I do like Georgia. I think Georgia should be number one. Georgia should be number one in the college football playoff rankings. Uh, I think the I think the score, uh, thirty eight, uh, to thirty one. So I think it's gonna be a lot of high scoring games in this one. It should or high scoring, high high prolific scoring in this game. So uh, that's my college football picks of the week. Uh, not great last week, but I mean a few weeks before, and uh, should be back on track. For this week in college football. All right, let's go to the NBA real quick. Uh, Golden State Warriors and Denver Nuggets played. What a great game that was. Uh, came down to the final um, final possessions, and uh, Denver gets the win over, I mean, defending champs versus the previous defending champs. So 8-1, uh, Denver is now Golden State 6-3. and three. Philadelphia uh, beat Boston in a pretty good game. Uh, Philadelphia is now 6-1, and one, Boston 5-2. and two. Uh, Clippers now 0-2 with uh, the dynasty himself, James Harden. Uh, three and, and they're 3-4 and four overall. So, I mean, this team was looking uh, not too bad for the Clippers uh, without Harden. But, I mean, now since he's joined the team, really hasn't looked as good. And I expect it to kind of mesh better once a few games happen and you kind of get everyone's kind of rely on everyone and get uh, the feel of how they play. It should get a little better, but uh, maybe it was a mistake to bring James Harden in. Uh, Lakers lose a terrible game to the Houston Rockets. Just get uh, pummeled by them. Uh, Lakers now 3-5 and five on the year. Please get LeBron some help. Get LeBron some help, guys. Please. Come on. He's in year 21. He's doing it all himself. Uh, Phoenix 4-4 four and four on the year. Uh, Bradley Beal finally playing some minutes. Look pretty good. Uh, Milwaukee uh, gets a win, and Giannis ejected after hitting the too small celly. Uh, pretty weak stuff by, by the officials, but that was his second technically. You got to realize 
uh, kind of situational awareness. Oklahoma City, five and three on the season. This team making some noise. This team can make some noise. And I mean, middle of the pack at best, I think, for the uh, for the West. But who knows? Dallas get their second loss of the season. They're now six and two. Memphis, nobody is playing for this team right now. They are one and seven on on the year. Uh, some games for this weekend. Lakers, Phoenix, uh, Friday night, tonight at 9 p.m. Central. Should be a good game. See who plays for Phoenix and see if Lakers can bounce back. But uh, probably expect Phoenix to win. Lakers just haven't been playing good basketball right now. Uh, Clippers at Dallas uh, tonight as well. That should be a fun one. Hopefully Clippers get back on track. Maybe James Harden kind of balls out and carries his team. Uh, but I like, I like what I'm seeing out of Dallas. I, I really do. Uh, this, this team, we'll see if they can keep it up. But... Uh, they look they look poised for a maybe a decent run for the postseason. Uh, Oklahoma City, Sacramento. This should be a fun one. Some young some young guns going at each other. This one will be good and expect a high scoring affair and uh, should be a good Oklahoma City. Uh, they're they're good. Sacramento should pick up where they left off last year and uh, at least make some noise uh, in some seating. Uh, and then uh, uh, Sunday we got. Mm. Yeah, OKC and Phil and Phoenix. That'll be a good one. OKC and Phoenix. Well, that that'll be really fun to see. I'm excited for that one on Sunday at 7 p.m. Central. Uh, see who wins that game. Uh, and then also Minnesota Golden State uh, that night, Sunday night. So, so we got some good games coming up in the NBA. Uh, Going to be also doing play-in tournament as well. So uh, it's going to be good. Uh, I'm excited. M- NBA season, I mean, pick up. We're almost done with the college ball season and expect some NBA action. I'm excited for it. All right, let's move into my final segment, who I'm sharing my burger and brat with. Well, I'm a little unprepared on this one. Don't really have one, but let's see. Let's go. Let's go the chain. We'll go. Holiday season, it's coming up. We just got done with Halloween, coming into Thanksgiving. Uh, Christmas is coming up. We're getting into that full swing, that busy time of the year, that awesome time of the year uh, with some snow, some Christmas music, some stuffing, some green bean casseroles, some turkey. Uh, it's going to be fun breaking down. This this time of year, the best. I, I love this time of the year. You got sports in full swing. Like I said, the holidays coming up, getting a little colder. Uh, a lot more on the line. It, it's going to be fun. So, share my burger and brought with this kind of this leading transition into the next couple months and uh, kind of where we are now. So, uh, all right, everyone. Thank you all for listening. Make sure to follow the podcast on any platform, any streaming service at Burgers and Brats. And check out the podcast website, burgersbratspodcast.com, where you can go buy some merch there or you can go check it out on millions.co and watch my live stream. You should be able to purchase. Uh, take you straight to Amazon, make you some custom MLB jerseys, NBA jerseys, college jerseys, um, some bracelets, and some uh, OU gear. So uh, check out millions.co and watch that uh, there uh, live every Thursday. Uh, make sure to follow the podcast on any platform, any streaming service, at Burgers and Brats, and stay up to date with listeners on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, at Burgers Brats. All right, everyone. Thank you all for listening. Take care. Stay safe.